Are you over there? Yeah, you. You were now tuned in to the Kitchen Couch Podcast with Nathan Nice. Kitchen Couch. Where you stir it, mix a little ice. Of course, you want the brutal topics, bro. You want the topics that, that radio don't even allow. You want the topics that Illuminati might get scared about. And then juice a couple lemons and then throw a splash of that. My fault, family. I just, I had to get something to eat. Nah, 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 nah. Turn this shit off. Cut this shit off. Play. Nah, nah. Play some real shit, dog. Man, this is me and my nigga Big Reg. Play some real shit. Ass, kick ass, fuck ass, trick ass, suck ass, fuck ass. Thinking about weird ass KY jelly packing ass, nigga. You make your bitch a bitch, I'm about the street, nigga. You got five seconds. Get your hate names up, and you some trill ass niggas in the motherfucker. Yeah, 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 motherfuckers. Go, y'all, now smokers, now smokers, now sippers. Get the fuck up out of here, bitch. You know, sipping ass, pulling up ass, smoking ass, getting high ass niggas. Me and Big Reg, me and South to the Northwest, we put it down in this motherfucker. Nah, uh. Rest in peace, Pimp C. Shout out to the South. Shout out to the Northwest. Shout out to the West Coast. I got much love in the East, y'all. Mmm. Mmm. I'm trio working a wheel, a pimp, not a simp. Keep them dope fiends higher than the good year blimp. We eat so many shrimp. I got iodine poisoning. Fuck niggas make me sick with all this bitchin and balkin'. You say that you a boss, I ain't believing that shit. Leave a watch with the Ferrari kicks. I take that monkey shit off. You embarrassing us. Big orange and yellow tusks. Welcome, 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 welcome. You are now on the the Kitchen Couch Podcast with me, Nathan Nice, a.k.a. the Light Skin Bourdain. You feel me? You can find me on social media at Nathan Nice, N-A-T-H-I-N-N-I-C-E, or at the Kitchen Couch, all one word spelled correctly for you dumb motherfuckers. It's T-H-E-K-I-T-C-H-E-N-C-O-U-C-H. And this episode's very, very wavy, very vibey. So motherfucking make sure you get your smoke on. Make sure you drinking your your brew. No drinking and driving. You feel me? You post it up at the crib. You know what I'm saying? And I don't encourage it, but you know what you gotta do. Sip your lean, do whatever you gotta do. And um This episode I'm just speaking with basically my big brother Reg. My southern big brother, feel me, official member of the Kitchen Couch crew. And I'm going to warn you guys, I'm going to warn you, this is the exact minute, the exact second we were recording live when we figured out that Nipsey Hussle was deceased. So I, I want to shout out to to Nip, 
and all of his family. Much love and much prayers. If you ain't heard it, I did a dedication podcast to Nipsey Hussle uh, to show what the brother meant to me. So go ahead and go back and listen to that. And uh, crank this shit up to 11. Blow a fucking speaker. And bump that shit. You feel me? This is Nathan Nice with the kitchen couch. Chopping it up. Chopping gang. With my big bro. Big Reg. Big bro. Bro, my bad. Alright, brother, you you uh I'm with my nigga Reggie right now. We on the kitchen couch coolie right now. Oh man, what's good, bro? My bad for the for being late, man, for the tardiness, bro. My fault, my fault. Oh no, it's all good, brother. We just man, I'm just getting my weed ready. This is you my nigga, this is some regular shit. We just we all we, you might as well say, I'm glad you making me feel comfortable about it. I already, <laughs> that's all got a drink in my hand. I'm mm-hmm. gonna try to sound all uh, professional and whatnot. Nah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> nah, nah. Just, just come as you are, brother. That's what, that's the saying we have up here. Come as you are, like Nirvana. Oh, man, you sound like a good pastor, man. I already, bro. <laughs> it's the, it's, it's the kitchen couch with the ghetto gospel, man. You already know. So how you been, man? I'm over here smoking on this on this weed on my last day. About to fast off this weed for a little bit. What do you guys do together? You guys just, what, play games and go outside? Man, I usually watch them play Fortnite. You oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Honestly. And, because, <laughs> you, you know me, I ain't, I'm still kind of remedial when it comes to the PS4, so I just, I just watch. And other than that, I talked to my little sister, man, because she, uh, she a junior. And, you know, she uh, does track, and she real smart, so uh, we just talk about her future goals, aspirations, you know what I'm saying? What she want to do, how she plan on getting there, different stuff. I found out today that she plan on playing golf. Oh, damn. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, and, and I tell her, because she got a friend who uh, who got a full-ride scholarship to New Jersey, some college in New Jersey, for playing golf. Damn. And she wants to be an OBGYN, so, you know, that she already knows. Damn. Like, she's realistic. She's already... Like, she knows She's already setting in because it's like it's like she's gonna be the OBGYN, like all the doctors they play golf and shit. Like, but but not even that. I told her the more you do, the better for you. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of schools who give out a lot of different scholarships, grant money for a lot of different things. So the more you got under your belt, the better. Because I mean, you never know what you're gonna be good at. So if you've got the opportunity to do it. Do it. Mm. Take it. Mm-hmm. Man. Man. So, <laughs> that's real. Yeah, I mean, yeah, bro. Got to try to be a big brother. You, you feel me? That's it. Nothing, right. nothing major, nothing, nothing out the ordinary. You feel me? Man, I'm jelly, man. I don't have any younger siblings, but, you know, I try to be a positive influence. Oh, oh bro. <laughs> don't be, don't be too jealous, man. <laughs> Don't be too jealous. Cause when I tell you, birthdays, Christmases, oh, good, bro. For me not to have any legitimate children on my own, mm. man, 
Come on, bro. Hey, bro. I got six siblings ranging from uh, two and a half to 17, 18. Oh, my goodness. Man. It is yeah. fun. It's funny because uh, uh, I was doing an interview before, you know, you came on with the guy who was uh, shot to uh, Zilla's BBQ pit, uh, guy oh. out of Tennessee. That was, that was really good. And... Uh, he was talking about his legacy and how he's got, you know, when he, 200 people at his family reunion, I imagine yours is kind of the same, huh? Bro, you know what? And that's one thing we really haven't had. And one thing we need to get back doing to doing is a family reunion in a long time. So, yeah, but I was would be close to those numbers, if not more. Because we have a really big family. And, and probably even greater on my... I don't know which one's big on my mom or dad side, like, because you know me being a legitimate African American, my mom being from Louisiana, my dad being from Nigeria. So when when I bring the two together, it's like my family huge. Mm. <laughs> Are they cool with each other? Is it crossed over pretty good? Oh yeah, bro. Like, <clears throat> on up until my grandmother's death, like my mother. My mother used to, my grandma used to call my, my mother just on her own, vice versa. Oh, damn. So, yeah, man, it, the the relationship always was the, like, again, my mom kept me intact with my culture more so than my dad did, which, mm. which is ironic on his own. Right. But but she's a big reason why I'm, I, I'm founded and grounded in, in my stance as being an Igbo man. Like I like like I'm like I have some some chief beads in my car right now. Right. They symbolize they symbolize chief status. You know what I'm saying? When, when you go to when you go to Nigeria, Lagos, you see you see a elder walking around with these beads on. You they symbolize chief because my grandfather is a chief. Mm. So. Damn. Yeah, bro. You know it's and it's funny too, man. Because uh, oh man, that that's yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Like. Man, that's cool that you have a legacy to hold on to and shit. Like I was saying, because my my uh, family is, I was explaining earlier, my family's kind of like bandits. Like my uh, my grandpa and my grandma, my mom's side, uh, grand my only white grandma, and my grandpa's black. He's from the East Coast. She's from the Midwest. They both in California. She had kids, all white kids before my mom. Um. <clears throat> And they moved up to Seattle to get away from the discrimination they were facing being an interracial couple. Okay. And so, kind of, my whole legacy is about starting a new legacy where I feel like, you know, if you're from a Louisiana, you're from a Tennessee, you're from even sometimes the East Coast, you have more of, like, roots to pull onto, whereas we're, like, we're trying to get away from everything. We're, like, we're, we're like lone wolf type of people. You know what I mean? But, like, we come together pretty good, but we're kind of, like, we do we out here hungry doing our own things. We meet up, we love each other, and then, boom, we out doing something else. And, but I think this kind of, kind of how society is molded is because we're not based on unity like we used to be. Mm. Like, back when, you know, when times, you know, we're earlier. Yeah, excuse the background, my bad. Oh, you good. <laughs> it's all love. It's family right here, bro. Hey, you are. I'm glad you know. 
So yeah, you said you yeah. said it was it's my, society's my, changing. Yeah, my my bad, bro. Yeah, uh, society then painted made it that way because back in the seventies, the sixties, just I mean, just even any time other than the eighties and beyond. Once the crack era hit, that destroyed all sense of community. Mm. So, so anytime you can reach back before that, it was what you call a sense of community. Like you, you, you had elders in your community who 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 would oversee the the children. I mean, everybody was your mama, everybody was your aunt, everybody right. was your uncle. It wasn't no such thing as me watching you do something wrong in front of me. Right. Or, or, or me letting you go around, letting you go astray, fucking up right there in my face and me just letting you do it. Right. No, I'm gonna beat you then, I'm gonna go tell your mom and she gonna beat you too. And then when when your daddy get home or when he see you, he gonna beat you too. Right. Nah, <laughs> it, it, but you don't got that no more. You just got the blind leading the blind. People mm-hmm. watching everybody just do whatever. That's... The wild, wild west. The blind, yeah, and then that, that's definitely the wild, wild west up here because we we out here just, yeah, like I said, trying to create a new legacy and to have something to tell, you know, my grandkids would be like, you know what, we kind of like the first of our kind over here. <laughs> I, I, and, and it's real, and that's real, bro, because everything's happening because it's a, it's, a, it's a generational first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So... so when you the first to, they always say you never want to be the first to, to make it or do anything. No. You always want to make it right there in the middle. Yeah. So when you the first to do something, when you the first to make it, it's bound to be trouble. Oh yeah. It ain't no trial and error. I mean, you gotta fuck up to make some to, to learn from. You gotta make some mistakes to to make it right. I mean, that's real. And then uh, I you know I was talking to my girlfriend earlier. You know, uh, we're talking about having, I've been having troubles with my job because, you know, like, I'm a, I'm a sensitive person, but I, see, I come to work and, and I, and I, I, I try not to give anybody no attitude. I try to talk to everybody politely. I try to be, you know, in the zone. My, my, my nigga got that beige rage. That's all the man. Oh, like. I got the beige rage for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> hey, I can't be mad at it because I am the angry black Negro at times. So, hey, bro, I'm working out with you. <laughs> Beige rage for sure, man. Because I be, man, I be so nice to people and they be just trying to, uh, talking to me sideways. And I'm like a, I, I'm a dream doll. I need to be talked to nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, 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 bro. This real shit because I've learned the art of speaking when I'm in that environment because I'm rough around the edges by nature but I understand that my roughness is intimidating in in a professional environment so I know I got a kind of sugar coating my grandmama always told me you can get a whole lot farther with sugar than you can shit Mm. so so to sweeten to to, to be nicer in those elements in those environments it ain't all considered ass kissing just well, another thing my uncle has told me, like, I, I learned a lot from my family. Make it light on yourself. Mm. Make it light on yourself. Easy, meaning, make it easier on your situation. If being nice to these motherfuckers, keep these motherfuckers out your face, uh, make, make them leave alone, why not? Right. I, 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 what's up, bro? 
And, and What's the, a, I'll be personable. No, and I don't give a shit. I, it ain't called it being fake. It's just, it, it is what it, I mean, why be an asshole and be a dick when I ain't got to be? Right. And, and so, so okay. I, so this is where the culture is a little different. So it's like, I'm already doing that. At least, at least that's what I think. Maybe I seem like an asshole. I don't know, but I really no, try no, to. No, I, I really, I really doubt. Cause me, me knowing you, I really doubt you coming off as an asshole. That's what I'm saying. Get, get, without being given that vibe first. It, it, exactly. Exactly. And so. It's like it's like I'm already doing this at least to the best of my ability, and I st- it's like up here it's got this weird echelon shit. It's so weird. It's like obviously everywhere it's it, okay. You could understand it's very classist, but in the sense of like, oh, you know, you put your elbows on the table. Ooh, like oh, you said something like you didn't pronounce a word right. Ooh, little doc. Ooh, ooh. Oh, you're not in this level. Okay, you're in that level. You're in. Okay, you're in that level. It's a lot of. It's a, it's a lot of judgment. Yeah. See, see where in the South, like I understand. See, I understand exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Because if I would have come up there and just off, just off the way I speak, they would probably dock me 20, 30 points out top. Right, but and I'm a pure ignorant. But 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 I think <laughs> the thing the thing about it is um, sometimes though, like I be I be see I be mad because I think if you came up there, they'd be like, oh, he's super authentic. They'd be like, oh, you're you're from somewhere and you're used to something. Like okay, but yeah, I mean, in a sense, they might do that too. But it doesn't matter. It's like. It's the warmness of the South. It's it's it's, it's, it's yeah, like people it's still, cut each other. It's still it's still it's still gonna be a judgment and a stigma attached to it because with their warmness and the, and their kindness is a, is a dumbness, kind of like a goofiness. But oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like oh, shucks, he don't know no better type shit. Right. You know what I'm saying so. It, that that ain't that don't fly. Either. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That dog don't hunt either. So, you know, so either I, but I did, but that's, that's where it, that's, that's where the game starts to be, to be played. So in that situation, I always get the upper hand because mm. you going off your judgments and I know what reality is. I know what it is. I know I can't judge you based off nothing. Right. I have to literally get to know you. I have to see you in action. I have to put you to certain tests to actually test your character and your will. Right. So it ain't nothing that you can really tell me because I know you might play, you might be playing me for fate. You might actually be a genius in playing dumb. Because mm. I know I play for dumb all the time. I never want you to know what I know. Mm. And that's what I want to do. I want to be like that. And 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 for the most part, I am I'm getting better at it, as you and, as you know. And, and you 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 know the number one, the number one way to 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 to, to succeed at doing it, and some I'm still working on because I ain't mastered it yet. It's one thing, one thing only, knowing when to shut the fuck up. That's, That's it. Mm-hmm. That is it. And mm-hmm. I got it, boy. When I tell you, I'm still working on it. That's it. That's all that is because. When you when you really are knowledgeable, I don't want to say smart because what is really smart? What do we really know? <laughs> so right. Is it, when 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 you re- when you really aren't a, a ignorant person, 
it's hard to just bite your tongue when somebody else try to come at you with something that you know don't make no sense. Right. So, and, 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 and again, they say when you're arguing with a fool for so long, it's hard to tell who's who. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you can't argue with a fool. You're going to become one, too. He's going to make you a fool in the process. Let, let, so you just got to leave it alone. Let me tell you, like, like uh, I'll give you, I'll paint a picture for you, the difference. Like, when I feel like, okay, so I feel like in the South, if you're working and it's hot, you take off your shirt. Like, it's nothing. you just like, it's hot, I'm taking off my shirt. Continue. I, I, I'm a piggyback. That's why I interrupted. Right. That was a perfect analogy. Whereas here, if you take off your shirt, it doesn't matter even... Like, like if you take off your shirt, you're already kind of docked points because it's like, uh, you know what I mean? You're like, what oh, this country bumpy, yeah, or you, you've got like, and people do take their shirts off and not give a fuck, but you're already like, oh, really? You took your shirt off or like whatever? Like, sometimes I do. You know, sometimes I don't give a fuck, but I'm tatted, and so some, and I got like naked ladies on me, so it's like. <laughs> <laughs> a certain level of not giving that. And see, you know what? Prime example. Just just last year, bro, in my current job, I had an issue with a person over our shirts. She used to complain about the sleeves being on our shirts. But per the handbook, because I'm not going to argue over something I'm not, over something I'm not, uh, excuse me, I'm drunk and I'm kind of, uh, I ain't gonna say I'm drunk. I've been drinking a little bit. I'm kind of smashed. Oh, you Gucci. And certain words just ain't vibing with me right now. But I'm not gonna argue with somebody over something that I'm not knowledgeable about. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Alright. So I ain't did my uh, handbook research, you feel me, about all the different codes and what we could wear, what we couldn't wear. And I found out we were well within our rights to wear these shirts. As a matter of fact, Okay, but we work in a warehouse. So for us, basically, it's a like T-shirt, jeans, shoes, closed-toe shoes. No specifications on what type of shirt or what type of jean, what type of pant, whatever. Just T-shirt, pants, shoes. Above that, you have a whole list of things because we have a business side, too. So we have salespeople and, and uh, other people do different things aspects of company okay so they had different guidelines they had the you had different types of shirts they could wear different type of pants they could wear different type of shoes they can wear specifically saying all these things like so there you go hmm. okay this one lady took us through hit tried to when i tell you bro i started cutting up t-shirts to prove my point I wore a cutoff shirt every single day. It made her go tell on me every day because, one, we in Texas. It's hot. It's in the summertime we're working in this warehouse. It's going to be like to the, like 110, 115 degrees inside the warehouse. Bro. Oh, my God. So to be in dough and, and that said and, and given, she's a woman. I understand. I understand that she came well. What I wear, probably, but she could, she could though. I mean, it, it, when she wears her choice, 
Right. Within the within within the within the rule book, within the handbook. Right. Same thing goes for me. And that's all I was trying to get across. But you're not going to dictate to me what I can and what I can't with because you claim you're not comfortable. The, what, the, what, what, what my comfortability got to do with you if I'm within the handbook? And Close the, your eyes and look the other way. My bad for cutting you off. No, 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 no. And that's funny that you say that. So yesterday, you know, I'm working and um, I, I wear my hat on backwards sometimes. Not even the boss of the store has checked me. Nobody said nothing. Nobody cares, right? I'm wearing that stupid hat. It making my head itch, and I'm still wearing it. I wear it on backwards sometimes. Out of nowhere, my uh, the boss in my department is like, "Oh, you gotta put your hat back. Turn your hat back around." Out of nowhere, had no problem with it, and it's just so funny. I'm like, "What the heck? Like, where are you just tripping?" Why? 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 Yeah, and it's just like, and then, <laughs> and this is on top of not. I they okay when I started working there like a month or so ago, they're like, "What's your availability?" I gave them my availability. They've already scheduled so many days where I'm not available, and I'm like, "I gave you my availability. I've already had to so reschedule shit." When I call off on these days, <laughs> I told don't you. Be surprised that I'm calling off. Yeah, I'm like, "What the fuck are you? You know what 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 what's going on?" They're like, "Oh, Saturday. Oh, well, we gotta schedule it that day." No, you don't. I got I work. I do other shit. I got my my own life. These are the days you can schedule me. <laughs> bro. Bro, I I did that completely. It's like, like the I, contract is signed when you you make an agreement at the beginning of that hiring. This that those are verbal contracts you're making. And also it's signing too. Cuz I'm pretty sure you signed on to a schedule you agreeing to come to work certain days. So y'all verbally agree. I mean how you gonna change the contract in the middle in the middle of the time? No, bro, it don't work like that. Why they would try to, they try to drop threaten us like that? We gonna have y'all coming in on weekends, bullshit. This, yeah. <laughs> unless y'all change, unless y'all go back and change some shit in, in a retro act, bro, we crazy. Cause uh, I, my African side will will let you know that I have a lawyer <laughs> and I will call him. <laughs> I know that's Play. right. <laughs> I know that's right. You're like, uh, excuse me. Uh, hey, bro. That's one thing I need to get a little a lawyer on retainer. Once you once you reach a status, you should definitely have one on retainer. Man, exactly. At least, at least no one. Yeah. No, man, no somebody. Have one. Have just have one on deck for any and everything. Like for real, for real. Mm. Somebody you can call because you know you just never know. Mm, ain't that the truth? I man, because I feel like I'd be discriminated against, and it's funny because the people always use this. Oh, you light skin, blah blah blah. Oh, oh, you ain't even that dark. And I'm like, maybe that's why you're discriminating against me, or maybe that's why. Exactly. How you gonna call me light skin? That's discrimination on his own, right there. Yeah. Just call me black. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. But even the brain, even the brain, yo, yo. Skin color or your—I don't even want to say race because there's really only one race, and it's the human race. Right. But to bring your skin color into play is races all alone. Well, discrimination is on its own. Like what they what they got to do with it? And, and it's funny because sometimes, like, and that's that's why you know, like this whole trans thing. Like at first, I was so like, oh, you know, you want to be called this, you want to be called that, and it's funny because. I f- sometimes it's fucked up because I'm like, yo, they could be called that, whatever they want, but I'm actually black. 
why can't I be called black? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, I mean, and, and, and you know what? <laughs> it's really deeper than that, than just the term black, because we really not black. We brown. We brown. Yeah, I'm about to say, so it's really, it's, it, it's deep when it comes to that term, because as you know, anything associated with the color of black is often deemed negative, you feel me? That is true. Or, or, or looked at in a derogatory sense, you feel me? Hmm. So you, it, it, it's, it's deeper than just the surface when it comes to that. And that I do know. So, it, me, that's why when people are like, no, I'm Nigerian. Right. <laughs> I am African. That, that's what, I'm an Igbo man. That's why you hear me state that so much. Because, yes, I am, quote, unquote, black, brown, whatever you might, might want to colorize it. But it's deeper than that with me. Uh, like, I know I'm deeper than, I know I'm deeper than the color of my tongue because, you know what I'm saying, I got little brothers who are lighter than the lightest mixed person. Right. So, it, it, like, my little sister, she is yellow. Hey, big bro. Hi, yellow. Hey, big bro, give me one second. I got to get something sweet on me. I got a little blood sugar. Give me one second. Oh, oh, no. Get your jujubes, bro. <laughs> Gotta keep your jujubes. I forgot my nigga a diabetical. Oh, man. Man, y'all, man, y'all just keep pushing, man. My nigga got diabetical in this bitch is shit. <laughs> he can't pass out. Damn. You know what, I'm talking about? What, kind, what kind of host would he be to fade out on the boy? You know? Damn. Damn. Hey, yeah, man, do your thing. Man, bro. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. I was gonna, oh, man. I was going to say the. What was he saying? Oh. Maybe, maybe, see, I'm learning because I was proud to be called black, meaning that, uh, pan-African, like, like, I'm not, like, you have, you're, you're actually African-American. That's why I don't like the term African-American for me because I don't know directly my roots, but I know that there are roots from Africa. Whereas, whereas, like, you know that your roots directly come from Africa. You know where they're from. I mean, you gotta know your little your lineage stretches back to that far too. Like like you say, you just don't know exactly well. Right. But but for you to say you African American would be no lie by no stretch of the word. Mm. Mm. So uh, that wouldn't be no I mean you how could that be a lie? Mm. If, if I mean given black people were in America before all this slavery stuff, you know what I'm saying, came about. Like, it was black people in every corner of the earth. That's why you can find black people in every corner of the earth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Stemming from China, you know what I'm saying, to Australia. I mean, I'm talking about the aboriginal people, you feel mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Like, so... So the, when it, when it, when it comes to the start of these civilizations, it's always black people. It's black people everywhere. Mm. That's why that's why you got Brazilians and all these dark Cubans and all these black Hondurans and that ain't no accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm about to say, what the hell? The Afro Latino for sure. Man, what do you mean, bro? Mm. 
man. And you know, it's something being being um being of descent, I definitely need to look into lineage because um you know, that's something that I'm jealous of, of, of African people and Mexican people and Latin people because they have a country and a language and a yeah, they culture. Have a, it's a certain sense of pride. Right. And whereas, whereas American, you know, a, a lot of times they remind you that it's not, you know, they try to think think that black history is not purely American culture. Bro, we so divided over here as a people. It's, so, it's, it's, it's messed up. Like... To push that American shit is crazy. It's like you don't, you don't feel the only way you feel American is if you white. Right. If you white or a foreigner from another country who who didn't been over here, I guess not long enough to actually know what what it really is. That's the only way you gonna feel American in this country. You yeah. feel me? Mm-hmm. Like like because you. <laughs> You're not allowed to feel American otherwise. You're not given the same privileges otherwise. It's like the 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 the, the barriers, the cross barriers are too far be- between each other. You feel me? It's like the the things you can do and, uh, and the things I can do are, are too greatly divided. It's like it's it's too it's too different. It's not the same, and I and I can visibly see it's not the same. We know it's not the same, but it is what it is at the same time. And that ain't right. Yeah. I mean, for you to be able to live one way, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not playing that violin because I feel like me, myself, personally, I'm going to get it by any means. Right. That's all I know is get it, so I'm going to have. Me and mine not going to be without. Right. So... That's one thing I do know, but at the same time, the way that I have to do it, the way I have had to do it, because I have the mind to be able to do it however I need to get it. Right. But the opportunities that have been presented to me have, <laughs> and, and 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 people say, ah, oh, you can go do it. Not man, it don't work like that. Like it just don't work like that. Like in the real world, it don't. It's like it's made for the poor to be poor and the rich to be rich. So certain opportunities just won't be presented to you if you're going to be, man, my, my fault. If, you, if you're if going to be, uh, in, in basically in a certain situation, like if you're in the hood, unless you do something to get out the hood, you're going to be there. Yeah. Unless yeah. you unless you make a a galleon attempt attempt and just put your mind and your focus on straight up getting out your situation, my nigga, you gonna be there because ain't no bus ain't no bus coming to the hood taking niggas out there. Right, right. You gotta drive to the to the nearest parking ride, as they say up here, and then take a bus out into the city. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, cause I'm I'm proof, hundred percent. I drove my car, had my brother follow. I had two cars, drove one, had my brother follow me in the other one, cause I felt in my soul I was about to go to jail. Mm. Given I wasn't living right, 
And when I mean living right, I know I'm, I mean I'm hustling. I'm in the hood. Right. I mean I'm working at the same time. Don't get me wrong. I got a job. But eleven eleven dollars ain't no money. Eleven ten ain't no no. I mean forty hours a week. I can't even get no overtime. I can't I can't bust the grind. I can't bust the onion even if I wanted to. So. Man, I do, you do, when you, when you give me certain situations, a getter gonna get it. And it just is what it is. No matter how it is to get, you gonna get it. Whether it's cleaning toilets, mopping floors, selling CDs, making cakes, a getter gonna get it. Right. Mm-hmm. One way or the other. Hey, my brother, my brother, I hate to uh, interrupt you, but I just, a uh, uh, tweet just came in, and uh, prayers to the brother Nipsey Hussle. Uh, shots were fired at him. And damn. Yeah, I'll talk. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, okay, hold on. Is he all right? Well, his condition is unknown, is what it says on Twitter, uh, via TMZ. Oh, man, this, yeah, bro, big shots out, big shots out to Nipsey, man. Hey, bro, this, cause, hey, this, that's one of my role models, bro. Like, real talk. Like, like, for real, for real. Right. Like, I respect homie's hustle, like, his grind. Mm-hmm. Cause he, cause he do it independently. Like, if you just not up with his, with the way he do it, like, yeah, it, it, he keep you up. Yeah, all his, his his money coming to him type stuff. Like he doing stuff on his own accord. But but so yeah, bro, big big prayers up to him, bro. He'll fight it, bro. I, he he'll pull through. That's all I can that's all I can hope for. Yeah, definitely. You know, and it's funny too because I always deem that shit. I, I, I feel like there's a conspiracy as soon as an artist uh figures out that his uh his word and his message is being received positively that's when, you know, shit like this starts to happen. That's when your legacy starts getting destroyed or they try to bring you down. And Nip, Nip, Nipsey Hussle was going to present a documentary on Dr. Sebi, and I'm looking for that, forward to that shit to come uh, out. And that I do know. And see, that's what I'm saying. When people talk about it, they'll talk about the crib and then all that, and that's mm-hmm. all that's cool and whatever. But they they'll let that overshadow the fact that he actually do stuff for community. He buying a property. He got his own clothing line. Like he got his own store in in the hood, mm-hmm. making jobs for, for for people in this community type stuff. Like I that was one place that I didn't get to go to when I was uh, in Cali. I went to LA for a few times last year. I didn't get to stop by, but if you know. I gotta make a country decision and go there, cause I know I'm gonna pull through. So that ain't a question. But yeah, I gotta make a country decision, go through there and support, support your own. It's real. And it's crazy too, man, because you know, Cripper Blood. You definitely gotta respect Nipsey Hussle because you know the the, the he's preaching like that. Like we need to, we we got a bigger fight right now. You know what I mean? We got we gotta we gotta fight for our our lives and our our rights and our lineage and our legacy and and for you know bro yeah. we fighting for our lives out here bro mm-hmm. this is real because they killing us like like flies mm-hmm. for nothing like for nothing it's like and they and they got the they got the the green light to do it mm-hmm. but but so you you right we fighting for it all you right we fighting just to live bro and when i tell you i try to stay out the way bro i'm just trying to stay out the way mm-hmm 
I know, that's right. And, and that's what they don't understand. I'm like, bro, I ain't trying to do none of this gang stuff, stuff. I'm just trying to live, eat good, put my foot up on the wood, you know what I'm saying? And grip a grain and swing the lane. Mm-hmm. Country boy shit. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I know, that's right. Bro, that is it. Mm. I'm over here munching on this apple, my nigga. You don't go ahead and, and get your blood sugar where it needs to be. Mm. Mm. My nigga said he, my nigga said he been on that, he feeling like he was on that joint, mm. like somebody then dumped a four in a twelve ounce. Mm. <laughs> and he just took it to the head. Mm. I was on wing for a minute, but I shook back like a four and a half hard on their ass. Mm. That's when I started swinging. You feel me? Mm. That's why. What did they say? Um, I'm, I'm gonna scrape the curb. <laughs> now you did not, mm. and you did not spill this, sir. Mm. You feel me? Especially at the rates it's going out now, man. It's like psh, some places I'm oh. hearing it's it's like a G for a for an ounce, oh, some bro. shit, crazy. Bro, when it comes to drink, <laughs> them prices then yeah, it ain't like it used to be. I just put it to you like that. I don't, I don't participate. So let me just put that out there. Like, I ain't gonna lie, I used to indulge back in my younger days, but this was younger, this was before drink was cool. Like, we was drinking before drink was cool. Like, being in the South, being in Texas, that's just a staple down here. Like, niggas been pouring up since the early 80s. <laughs> like, for real, when, when it was bar. Bar babies. You know what I'm saying? When it was, yeah, exactly. There you go, when, man, and bar is the brand. You feel me? Before it was activists. Like, we. Boy, for no qualities and hot, but still hot ticket and all that stuff still. But man, that's a when I tell you that's a culture. Like that's a it's it, it just a, if you down here, if you in the south, yeah, that's like sipping on some scissors three six months. Mm-hmm. Boys been pouring up way before that. What do you say? I'm tree or working a wheel. A pimp, <laughs> not a simp. Keep them dope fiends higher than the good, good year blimp. We eat so hey, many bro. shrimp. I got iodine poisoning. Fuck poison, niggas. You talking all this bitch well, and then bargaining. Hey, bro. Uh. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. This is like a Bible verse in the sun. Oh, my God. That one in... um. The uh the verse on um Big Pimpin'. Big Pimpin', yeah. Smoke it, I pull it up mm-hmm. in it, lean up in my cup. Oh my car got oh my lit in wood. In my hood we call it book. Everybody want it wild, how it wild at the ball. If they up, watch them fall, nigga. I can't fuck with y'all. Mm. Happen, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. pimp, bro. That's my that's my man, that's my pastor, that's my uncle. Oh my God! Rest in peace, Pam C. For real, for real, man. And it's you know what's funny? Um, UGK is actually one of my favorite groups. I'd say. Man, you already know. I know you got to tell the people there though, but you know I know. You know I I argue that um, a little bit a little bit greater legacy than Outkast because they had I, respect to Outkast, but UGK is my favorite because they played so many more characters and they were really. I don't know how Outkast was doing it, but I know UGK was really getting it out the mud and then turning it into beats and rhymes and studios and rappers and you know and and Pimp C. I don't was he with Prince uh, Prince J or no? I'll say it one more time. J, was uh, Pimp C uh, with uh, J Prince? 
you know what he thought, was. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they were down rap a lot. Yeah, yeah, they was on the they was on the uh, Jay Prince call for for a good minute they were signed to rap. But I feel like they were getting it out the mud and then turning around and putting it into the music type of thing. They were doing that hustle before it was hustle, you know. They were selling uh, what I call trunk music is when you're selling music out your trunk. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, bro. Well, you know what? At that time, I couldn't even call it trunk music. My bad, bro. Uh, man, bro, they been on since the early... UGK real life been on since the early 90s. Cause they had a record. They was like the only majors out the South. You feel me? Right. I got like, a pocket full of stones. Man, what is you saying? Tell me something good. Tell you know me something good. Like, hey, bro, they was the only ones... Because after they were signed with Jive, and then uh, after they left Jive, they got signed to rap a lot. Cause bro, they they was they was going gold, and, and then mm. like like niggas just don't understand. Like UGK been strong since early ninety, Bun and them been on since early ninety. Right. But it's just like no limit, cash money. Like all the boys have been around. The boy just ain't start doing that shit. But I'd say UGK has a greater legacy than No Limit. Easy. UGK as, you know what? As a body of work? That, 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 that'll be hard for me to, bro, that'll be hard for me to, all. Oh, I mean, that's all, you could, that's, that's debatable. That's very debatable. It's just, I, like, I, I, and, I, and I'm, and, and, I, and I'm just, a realist, cause I'm a fan of both. Like I love you. I, I listen to UGK way more than I listen to P. But at the same time, I still listen to P too, cause No Limit, the whole count. Like me and X, that's still one of my. That's like my favorite female artist still to this day. Right. So. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't say Master P though. I meant the no, well, no, no well, limit. No, when I say no limit, I mean there's a collective. I mean from yeah. the movies. I mean the so TV the shocker. Shows, like I bro, P told the line he had. Like bro, P P was that nigga for a minute, like a good stretch of a minute, and that nigga still is very relevant to this day. Yeah, like, he, he's on the for him to Lil Rose for to Lil Romeo, like I like that nigga, man, that nigga's the only nigga to be playing the NBA rap. Like this nigga yeah. this nigga's a motherfucking mogul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, and and no, I I no disrespect to Master P, definitely a legend out here. Definitely's gotta he's definitely gotta be on that top ten. Uh hey, bro, and, 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 but, but, but as a as a as a musical force you are right, but I can't lie, bro. P got some jams, bro. As bad as niggas want to do. But see, that's what niggas don't understand. No Lemon and UGK, bro, they used to fuck around tough. Right. Like, you listen to early UGK, Master P got them on they shit, bro. They got a whole bunch of shit with Master P got uh, Pimp and Bun on they shit. Like, for real, for real. Damn. Like, that's like 8-Ball and MJG, man. Bro, and bro, exactly. Bro, they used to collaborate tough. But see, if you read the book and you just kind of know the history, because you'll hear them a couple pimp songs, uh, the nigga pimp would be throwing dry slugs. And, and it's debated that he's kind of throwing them hoes at Pete. But that's, that's debatable too. But it's also known because Pete even went on the Breakfast Club and said, 
that uh he ended up it's, it's a story out there where he had you know pistol whipping PMC over some over some whatever. I don't know. Damn. But on the breakfast club. Yeah, I mean but yeah, yeah, but 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 he said I mean they was talking but but he ain't mess he just really wasn't speaking on that either. Right. Of course PMC did and he respect the man and that's very and that's respect to both of this. I ain't trying to, when I heard this shit, I didn't want to believe it either. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. hell no. And I'm from Louisiana. Pete, my nigga, but hell no. You ain't pistol whipping. But you know what? If he did do that, it, I'm I'm sure PMC a real nigga. And if he, if, 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 yeah, I'm pretty sure they handled it and it was what it was. It was what it was. Cause, that's cause, for sure. Because PMC, and, and, and that's why nothing else came about after that other than what it was. No, you know, I was listening to one of my favorite songs by them is um, Don Perry Yawning is supposed to bubble. Just man, be like that. Be so like he said, Well, I'm Pimp C, man, bitch. I'm smoking big fat bro. dank. I don't fuck around yeah. no more with that goddamn drink. Goddamn Every yeah. time I get with my goddamn nigga goddamn Big Mike, we gonna pass a bottle of that Don Onas. I got that green yeah. monster, baby. Can you buy that? Plus, I got Swisher Sweet for days. You want to try that? I rolled hey, them up so big and fat they look like bitch. ball bats. <laughs> Nah, Pimpsy go hard, man. Uh, but but wasn't he talking about smoking sherm in that song too? Oh, they always talk about smoking sherm back in the day, get juicy. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they would. That shit, that's something I, I never fucked with is sherm, man. Bro, I ain't never smoked with it. I ain't never fucked with it either, but. Now I got a whole bunch of niggas used to get juice. Ooh. And that's what they call it. <laughs> that, and, it yeah, and that's the thing. That's, that shit will never... That'll leave, if you fuck with it too much, it'll fuck you up for life. Bro, I already know it. Mm. Bro, I ain't seen niggas, bro, straight. Mm. Me, we having sensible, real-life conversations to this nigga be stupid. Like, right. point nine 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 seconds. Like, God. This nigga gone. <laughs> you, you know what? I hate to speak on it, but I, I initially thought it was a part of a Crip initiation. Nah, bro. In uh, some parts, in some sets, not yeah, every man, set. Yeah, I, I, I can't speak on every set in the hood, uh, in the world. And it may very well be part of a whole lot of sets. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure it is, my nigga. <laughs> but no, not, not, not my know about where we from. <laughs> but every 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 neighbor, I mean, that's that's the thing about the Crips that you feel. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I ain't, I, you know, like you said, I don't even just want to talk about that. Right. Game banging ain't cool. You know what? I ain't was gonna. Cool you know, it. I was gonna say I had this experience with uh, uh, this person. Well, actually, a couple experiences with people on PCP. Um, wet. We call it wet. Yeah, we got yeah. too. We yeah. uh, gorilla piece. Oh. Uh, 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 Bombay. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Bombay. Uh, mm-hmm. Bay. <laughs> uh, water. 
Water. Yeah. No, and I would. I one time I was. I got on the bus, and this nigga's in the back of the bus. I don't. I can't remember if he was a nigga, a white man, or whatever. But he was like, uh, uh, right. And I'm like, I look at him, and I could tell. I gave him that glance. He didn't notice I was looking at him for a second. He fucking got. He was like, ah, and then he fucking like. I think the bus driver asked him to get off the bus or something. He was like, ah, and he punched the window and broke it. And then he just, like, hit another window and broke it on the outside. It was like, dang. Like, this nigga on this shit. Yeah, and, like, I was like, damn, I'm glad he didn't fucking look me in the eye because you be getting heroic on that shit. Like, her. I'm glad I really come out with that And that's the biggest lie they ever told us is that crack kills. Crack does not kill. It just. <laughs> yeah, my nigga. Hey, bro, I can't even just speak on the ear, speak ear on my hood like that, bro. Because crack is, bro, demise to a lot of lot of good ones in my hood, like for real, for real. But a whole bunch of them still kicking. Yeah. And it's real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say, hey, man, hey, shout, shout out to Southside 400 Block, man. Why don't you chase crazy because I've had a have you heard of my guy Zilla in Alabama bro no I think I think I, I heard the hold on you said hold on say his name once you know I have heard the name bro I have heard the name Zilla? I ain't checked out the music but I heard the name but yeah. I was about to lie I'm actually I'm tapped in with him too I fucks with him I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, to uh, you might have to send me a link to his page check, he's an OG a couple links cause uh yeah you know I'm always looking for for the for the for the new jam, but that's me. Like I like to get on stuff early, be personal. Right. Like after I'm big on the underground. You know like, what? I was heavy on Creed. Like when he, I still remember him freestyling for the first time, like on Sears Radio, like way back. Like this was before he came. Like I think this might have been before the first mixtape drop. Like for real, for real. Because when I heard, I'm like Creed. Crit. Like, <laughs> like I knew that nigga had to be from the south country like that. Right. Big crit. Reminded me of grit. My big grit. <laughs> it's crazy because you know out here, out here we don't got like we have some hip hop and like shout out to the couple people that out here putting put in Seattle making some dope shit, but for the most part, it's not. <sighs> You know, there's a lot. Of, there's not a lot of unity. Like, and that's one thing. That's why I fuck with Pimpsey. But you know, speaking on him because he was really trying to connect the South. Him and Scarface. And, and he most definitely was trying to do that, bro. And he was like, he's like connected to Atlanta, connected to Atlanta, connected to Louisiana, connected to oh, yeah, bro. Texas. He's from, he's, from, uh, he's from Port Arthur, and you know what I'm saying. That's like right there. They in Beaumont, right there by Louisiana. Beaumont. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like the the, the line and this is like where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Shreveport and my second home Longview, bro, you can make it I can make it to 
Texas to Louisiana in 30 minutes, 45 minutes flat. Like, real talk. Like, I can make it in 30 minutes. So that state line right there. So you, if you don't make the connection, you crazy. But that's just like ESG. ESG from, I think, Bogalusa. See, he's from Louisiana too, but he... He got his, I mean, but he always rep Louisiana. He always talk about Louisiana, but he know Houston is where he got his, his mall. Hey, shout out to, <laughs> shout out to ESG, man, because um, when I heard that swinging and banging track, I, oh, not a lot of people threw up Seattle. And he threw up Seattle, and I had to bro, big up bro. his ass on some real shit. That's real, and he showed the, yeah. they're selling the South City steel jam to the day. And it's real, you know what I'm saying? And them, it, them some, them some artists need to try to think about trying to reach out to get on the show. You feel me? Oh, I know definitely, they real. definitely. ESG for sure. I'm, a, I'm for sure gonna holler at him because, you know, it's funny. The realer the rapper, the more likely he's actually gonna come fuck with the kitchen couch, for real, for hey, real. Hey, bro, you got to. Oh, I mean, yeah. real recognize real. So shit, keep it. You gotta keep it one way. And you know what, Pimp C, Pimp C. Pimpsy, <laughs> all the way the dummy way. <laughs> you know, uh, Pimpsy, he rocked, uh, he rocked the Seahawks hat, and he was actually in the Use Me Up video. You know that song is like, hey, bro, hey, bro he, that's one of my favorite songs. That's bro, saying. that's one thing. That's why I fuck with Pimp because the production, bro. Yeah, he was definitely. A, he was a musical genius when it came to them boys, bro. Definitely. Like he worked them, like. And that, that song, oh. Yeah. Like, he was doing that in line two, line three. Like, for, to, to, to get Bill Withers on the track? Come on, Right, man. Bill Withers, yeah, exactly. And in the video, though, he was wearing the Nirvana shirt. Bro. On some real he, shit, yeah. Bro, bro, because Pimp was a, like, real talk. Like, when, when, when you like music, because me... People see me, don't know, bro. I was a band geek. Like I was, I was in band. I played the tuba. Oh shit! <laughs> the tuba, the tuba, bass. What did you say, bro? You know the the best thing about the tuba is you always have a weapon and a musical <laughs> instrument. Hey, bro, tuba, sousaphone, whatever you want to call it. I carried that big motherfucker. Military marching like a motherfucker in that bitch, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, but that was my shit. Like that was my I used to I, I've always loved music. I don't care in what form, what manner. I, I like music. I'm just attracted to it. Mm. So so and when you got that ear for music, it don't matter. It, it, you can't just like rap. It, it'll be impossible if you just like one type of music. When you like music as a whole. Like when you just like notes being played. It, it don't matter what repetition or what form, you know what I'm saying? It just you 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 like sounds and different sounds and the way that sound combined with that sound. You know so what? You just like rap is crazy. Right, and you know and it's crazy because I grew up with obviously rap and shit being my first, uh, but my but you know I listened to a lot of rock growing up, man, and I had a metal phase. I had a and I, I don't really listen to metal like that. There's a my couple one or two songs that I will okay, you know like Rage Against the Machine stuff like that. I don't know if you know about them. Uh, they, oh yeah, bro. I've heard, I've heard all of them. Yeah, and that and and that shit kind of go hard. It, 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 there's two types of metal. There's fuck me metal and fuck you metal. And fuck you hey, metal bro. is more like you know fuck this. Fuck, I'm I'm not even tripping. Like it's more like hey, rap. Hey, 
Hey, but you know what? A lot of that shit that heavy, <laughs> bro, they be talking some real shit in there, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, they, they like, it, you gotta, sometimes you gotta, just, you really gotta tone everything out and hear everything for what it actually is. Exactly. Kind of separate the words and the instruments and all that shit. That's why I can fuck with so many different things because you just take it for what it is. Everything ain't supposed to be the same. This ain't supposed to be like that. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like me, the same, the same way you like the heavy metal shit. Like me, myself, growing up, like my musical taste. I grew up heavy on rap, heavy, real heavy on seventies disco. Oh, disco. My mom, yeah. Uh, R and B, of course, R and B, but blues like Johnny mm. Taylor, Bobby Womack, mm-hmm. Bobby Womack, like, like blues. Like, so, Zydeco music, I'm from Louisiana, bro, when 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 when, when that Zydeco started, let this do something to you, bro, it's something about that live instrumentation, mm. it's just somebody, it's just somebody, like, it make, it make you do something, you know so what? It's, it's like, just, just to, I, yeah, man. You know man, what? I gotta, and, and then being African, bro, the drums, the love for the drums. Oh, and yeah. Like, bro, you know what? Who drew Bonton? And I, bro, I'm just, yeah, I'm listening. My, my bad, bro. No, bro. no, no, no. You say, you say, who Joel Bonton? No, Buju Bonton. Buju uh, Bonton. And, 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 yeah, yeah. This just reggae. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, of course, Bob Marley. I just, that's your generic version. Why well, don't say generic? Because ain't nothing generic about him. One of the greatest reggae artists of all time. Barrington Levy. He he he's the one you gonna hear first. But you know what I'm saying? But him, bro, shop like all that, like bro, uh, uh, Barrington Levy, bro, yeah. like all oh, the yeah. boys, man, like for real, like I grew up hearing so much different stuff. Being with my mom in Louisiana, then being with my dad, who's a straight up Nigerian. So I didn't my musical taste and. Stretched in Spain like a bro. You know, I'm not even going to lie to you like I grew up with metal like that, but I just remember I had a little phase where I was getting... But I grew up on, like, Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, SOS Band, Vertical Hold, TLC, um, Tupac, hella Tupac. Um, there was a certain mix a lot. There was just, like, a lot of... Mostly, like, a Midnight Star, shit like that. If it wasn't, like, a group... If it wasn't a group, it was rap, or it, either groups or rap. My my parents mostly fucked with the musical side. They liked they didn't they liked rap, but they weren't like super into rap. And then my sister, my middle sister, was really into rap. My older sister was the one you know she listened to a little bit of everything. Uh, she started listening to alternative rock and shit like that. And so you know, and the you and, know. and and and, and uh, let me. Cut you off, I ain't mean to cut you off, but what's so ironic about me is my dad, for him to be from Lagos, Nigeria, is really the guy who kind of got me into rap. Cause my mama from Cooper Road, USA, in Shreveport, Louisiana, right. like the heart of the hood. <laughs> so for me to get my, my rap love from my dad's side, is kind of it's kind of baffling to me. That's crazy. Because because my dad early on was a DJ. And when I tell you he had 
damn every album you could think of, bro. Like I still remember being a kid looking at the damn Ice T album. The one where he had the Uzi behind his back, he had two he was standing in the middle on the front cover on the front of the cover, he's standing in the middle. He got two chicks on his side. Uh I can't remember her name, Darlene. I think it was might have been Darlene, uh crazy uh Filipino Asian chick or woman, excuse me, uh lady. Uh and when I tell you, man, on the back of the cover, because they had on bikinis on the front of the cover, you feel me? Right. When you turn around, you see number the ass, and he got the Uzi behind his back. Like, you see ass cheek on this side, ass cheek on this side, and that motherfucking couple just used to mesmerize me, my nigga. Damn. But not only that, he's that kid. Just kid to play Ice Cube. Like, he had Ella Cool J. Man, I could just go through his records because he had whatever. Like, and so he kind of got me Sir Mix a lot, like the whole CDs and albums type. Like he actually had the vinyls, and my mama was heavy on vinyls too, like heavy on the forty five. Mm. Like heavy, she still got them joints, boy. Mm. Like she still got the original Sugar Gang record album. Sugar like, Hill Gang, the original the Sugar Hill Gang. Oh man, still got the original album cover, album, and everything. That's worth. That's worth money. If it ain't scratched bro, I, up. Bro, I already know, bro. Isaac Hayes, bro, she got Whitney Houston albums. Like, well, I think the one where she shaved all her hair off, nigga, where she bald head on. Oh, her. yeah. <laughs> bro, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, for, like, for real, bro. Like, like we, it, was, it was rich with it, like, war. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I still remember my mama playing it because that's how I knew what type of mood my mama was in by which record she had playing. Oh, like, I still remember my mama, my daddy brought me home late one time from, from I guess, he because uh, he lived in Dallas and Irving and whatever, and I still lived in Louisiana and Shreveport, so he used to have to drive there four hours, three and a half hours to bring me back home. And I guess he was late bringing me back one time. So when we came through the door, all you hear was, Whoa! It's crazy because when you hear the song now, when you hear the song now, you I feel like it's it's played more as a novelty, but it's crazy that you actually have an experience when back in the day no, that, that song was real. Yeah. yeah, that was because all the war was going on back in the day. Right. Like, but the way the way it's done, the way I heard it, it was like she. I still remember nigga, she was sitting on the chair, nigga. The chair was backwards toward her. Nigga. I'm like, God damn, what's Ooh. going on in this bitch? Nigga, I know it's late. Well, nigga, it's about to get real. Uh. Yeah, yeah. My mama don't play. Yeah. And shout shout out to her, man. She raised a real one. You already know. Uh, yeah, man. Appreciate that. You know what? And I, I tend to notice a lot of the real hood in the middle of the hood. There's actually a lot of R and B. That's that's like the big oh, thing. Oh, like I feel like real like a lot of hood niggas really listen to a lot of R, more R and B. Maybe not more, real but talk. yeah, you real know, no, real talk, it's real because I'm low key R and B singer when I got enough drinking. Uh, like real talk, you ain't even know. <laughs> But you are real, 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 real
Yeah. They, 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 they went to Grambling too. Now it really matter too much to me. Well, why don't you hit that like that? Why don't you hit that shit, boy? Just tune them down for me. Oh, that's real right there. That's real. Yeah, my nigga. Hey, yeah, bro. Erica Badu, you know Erica Badu right there from Dallas anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a, I am was definitely raised off of Erica Badu. Off real, real. Hey, hey, bro. What are you saying? When I tell you, bro, I listened to the song Bag Lady, my nigga. I had to be at work. And I was just zoned out. But I ain't never heard it like that before. And I just started listening to it. Because I've always just listened to the song like Bag Lady. You gonna miss your voice. You need to hurry up. You need a different bag type shit. Right. But to correlate the baggage that you carry with yeah. you. On a daily basis. And from your past. And from your... Whatever situation is like, bro, I ain't never heard song like I heard it at that moment. It's like, damn, nigga, you's an idiot. What have you been listening to this whole time? Was it was it bobbing your head to? Was it the one with the uh, uh, explosion beat, or was it the original, just the song, the slower one? Oh, just just the original song. Because oh, you know yeah, the you know they have the one with the explosion beat explosive uh, West no, Coast shit. Yeah, I'm just talking about her version. Okay. But it go, let it go, let it go. That sample came, but that's where that sample came from, though. That song was out before. I believe that song was out before he produced that beat. I want to say that. And Dre, Dre was a good, he was a cool producer, but he got a lot of his shit from DJ Quick. And DJ Quick's actually my favorite, uh, one of my favorite producers of all time, for sure. Bro, him, uh, who, who heavy, DJ Quick, D.O.C. was heavy in this camp, because he right here from Dallas, too. Mm. I.E. Erica Badu's up, uh, Baby's Father, well, I mean, one of her first Baby Father, you feel me? Oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully said. Damn. You know, I didn't yeah, know that. So you know that's that's some music right there, bro. Shit. Uh, uh. Damn. DLC. The uh, the formula boy. That's still one of my jams. Like I just I jam that beat damn near once a week. Mm, that beat goes <laughs> in, and he he is he is spitting some crazy shit on that track. Mm. He, he's spitting it, man, and that's why I like. Um, I really, you know what's funny is like as I get older I'll start looking listening to older and older hip hop because yeah bro because they were talking about something it, it stimulates your mind and they played like, characters and roles and they had crazy different beats they were trying shit out whereas now it's like let's stick to the formula let's stick to the and exactly what it is bro it's a method and, and, and everybody's copycat cookie cutter image it ain't no originality you know, everybody doing the same thing. Everybody look the same. Everybody rocking the same chain. Everybody dressed the same. Everybody had the same. Ain't nobody different. It it, it literally reminds me of that that uh, NBA Live nineteen that we play all the time. The fucking music and the and the people, the created characters. Literally, little yachties. <laughs> or the pump hair, the blue dreads. It kind of makes me, you know, I had a complex about being bald, but now it kind of makes me like, damn, you know what? I, I shit, I'm that nigga because I am bald. Who gives a fuck? You talking to a, you talking to a fellow milk dude too, man. Uh, so, 
Let me just let you know. See, I had seen my shit was going like LeBron. Oh. Except I'm too real to fake the phone. Yeah. I just, yeah. see, I've been cutting my hair since I could remember anyway. So, me, myself personally, I knew it was coming. So, I said, when it come, and I was like 24. I just said, nigga, I was like 24, 25. I said, man, fuck this. This shit gone. Mm. <laughs> you know, I just start whacking that shit off. I'm like, nigga, I'm too clear to worry about some goddamn her. That's fu- that's funny that you say that. That's funny you should say it because uh, I remember the exact like week that sh- my hair got fucked up. My sister used to love to braid my hair because I had a big old afro, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, "Let me braid your hair, do this and do that, right?" And so I'm like, "Okay." And um, she- but she took me to the barber shop, right? And I got this old ass nigga, and he fucking uh, tried to give me like a lineup for my fro. And this nigga gave me the fucking what's that nigga's name? The the Quest Love, the fucking <laughs> he, uh, you know what I mean? You, the, uh, you, you got the uh, the Wyclef, the boots with a little Wyclef on the side, <laughs> something like that. I'm trying to remember that. Who's that political light skinned brother with the mole and the glasses? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Courtney Owens. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this straight Cornell West on him. I'm like, yo, I'm like 16. He fucked me up. And I remember I I kept trying to grow it out. And I remember, or I kept trying to like, okay, I'm going to keep it, whatever. It's not too bad. And then I remember one time I was wearing a hat and I took it off. I'm like, God damn. Nah, and then... I know exactly what you're talking about. You were like, damn, is that me in there? <laughs> no, I gotta go. Looking they like Bozo, go. looking like Hobie the Cloud. <laughs> that shit like a straight shadow, of, a reminisce of what used to be. Like, mm-mm. Like, so, like, like I got a dirty head. Like, I need to wash that off or some shit. Hobie wow. the Cloud, look at that. Yeah, I had to cut it, and I, then I kept, I was like, oh, let me try to keep it, like, a little faded or whatever, and it was cool for a while, and then now it's like, nigga, you can't even rock the fade, you gotta just, oh, you, oh, you fooling yeah, up there, just keep it as short was, as you can. Hey, that's why I don't get why Braun do that shit, I'm like, nigga, you know how many million people see you faking the phone like that, bro? Yeah. Yeah, and either color that shit in or cut that shit off. One or the other. But you know, I, stop being in between on this shit. And you know why you fuck with me? Because I'm a real ass nigga, right? And my girl was talking to me, and she was like, "Oh, uh, maybe you should uh, maybe get the the hair plug or or whatever that new you know what? Beijing." When you, start balling, you know what? I ain't gonna lie, my nigga Dion did it. Ugh. You know, Dion still live out here. Like, still live out here in Texas. Hey, hey, nigga, Dion. Got on TV, nigga, with a head, with a straight-up hairline, nigga. Dion head was like mine, nigga. I'm like, God damn, what did this nigga just do? Dion Sanders? He did. He did it. Dion Sanders? I'm like, Dion, Neon, Dion Sanders. Oh, my. the money, that nigga. The nigga who get a calls, the nigga. Hey, bro, if that nigga did it. Wait till I get my books right. Oh my hey, god! Nigga, hey, hey, nigga, have you seen the wigs niggas be wearing? Oh, nigga, the lace fronts. Wigs. Hey, I oh. started to put the game up about a couple weeks ago. I ain't gonna lie to you. I said I'm about to say, hey man, these these females do it all the time, bro. I'm about to fuck their goddamn head up. 
I'm about to come in this bitch with three inch deep waves, my nigga. I know. I was. Like I was looking at this nigga uh, unveil his uh, waves, and I, 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 man, I immediately felt washed because I was so pissed. <laughs> I was like, I want waves, nigga. <laughs> Shit, nigga, it's crazy. I be coaching my little brothers on how to get waves. I mean, I'm like, nigga, I used to do that shit, nigga. And you can't even do this. One day you bald. You don't even know how to start this shit, nigga. One day, one day you bald. The next day you go come in with a full wave. <laughs> well, I be hating. I be cutting my little brothers. I be like, you know what? One day you gonna be like me. True. I see you now. Every I year. See Every year. Every year. You know Every year. It's you know, like it's like the NBA line. It used to be way closer. <laughs> You at the top of the key. <laughs> right by now, bro. And I think I could pull it off. I pull off the ball look because I could rock the common, you know, the common oh, look. Yeah, yeah See, with the man, glasses. I pull off the ball look because I ain't just no ugly motherfucker. Right. So, I mean, thank, thank you guys for that. Thank I ain't you, gonna lie. I got like a big, uh, right now, I got the Lamar Odom hump on my head. Like, this. Like, I might look like a sober Lamar Odom or some shit. You talking about the black or, alien? Or, or I get, like, Tupac or some shit. I get Tupac more than that, or Rakim more than I get Lamar Odom type shit. But I was just talking about the hump on the rock. See, because my daddy got the same hump. Are you talking it's about... Like African hump. Are you talking, are you talking about the black alien? Like, the back of your oh, head got the, got the alien? Oh, no, I ain't got that. No, I ain't got that not. I'm talking about the hump on top of it. See, mine, oh, like, the point. Like, I'm like a baby rhinoceros. Oh, you got the point. But it ain't, but it ain't dead bad. Yeah, it ain't that bad, though. So, mine ain't that. See, mine kind of, I got a little penis. You feel me? So, mine being bald, I'm, I'm good. And I wear a titty goddamn well. I've always wore it. Right, and at least, at least you don't got no big ass head with a point. No, 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 no. I ain't walking around with no big bowling ball here. That is. <laughs> Looking like a canned olive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then they got the busted high link on basket dick. You know what I'm saying? Boy, you need a bun for that motherfucker. Oh, Jesus. Some mayonnaise. Ugh, no mayonnaise. Some, some mustard. Hey, yeah, low key, it. low key, you know who got a big ass head? Who was that? Chuck Bottle? No, my, <laughs> my nigga Bun B. That <laughs> nigga got a big head too? Yeah. He got, he's, a big, he's a big individual. Seen him in person, but Big Bun Beetle. Hey, but hey, I can't hate on Bun. No, man. I love Bun B. Shout out to the legend. Yeah, they, it's a lot. It's a lot of it's, it's some slight controversy going down between him and Seventeen. Not the not the fan of fan of Flame, but if you know who Seventeen is, he down with Pimp C. You know what I'm saying? I'm just the only reason I spoke on him because we've been speaking on Pimp C so much and speak on Bun and then speak staying relevant. Right. With the times, because 17 used to be down with that camera or whatever, but he's been speculating that him and Bun, Pimp C and Bun, 
kind of was beefing before he died. I don't say this beefing, but went on the best of terms. You feel me? And that and and, and hearing that kind of made me feel a certain way about Bum. But I'm like, you know what, nigga, you don't know nothing about this situation. Yeah. So how you gonna judge the situation from yeah. that far back? So nigga, you keep doing what you doing and let that nigga do what he do, and you keep pushing, cause. You know what? I feel like I mean I don't want to believe that, but I feel like I'd believe it more if Bun B just blew up as I mean he's still respected as a legend, a whole ass legend. But if he just was out here making I mean, songs with T Pain, because because Bun B is a fucking professor. Oh yeah. Oh, a real life I mean, professor. Yeah. Is a real life professor. Oh, real life lectures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, blew up in what sense? And see, me, I'm just a deep, deeper thinker. You feel me? Right. Like, than just the surface. So, when 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 people say blew up, I'm like, but be a smart individual. He don't want to be no goddamn superstar. Right. Why would you want to be a superstar? And they're like, it only lasts for so long. That's you crazy. Need resi- you need residual. You need you need stuff that'll put you in a position to upgrade you to even higher status, not just financially but socially. Like you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just I mean, him being a professor, this to have that on your resume, where well, you can't go from there. <laughs> Tell me about it. Well, whether you rapping or doing whatever. So it, I mean, I, I don't know. I maybe I'm just digging too deep. My bad. Bro. No, no, you're right. Thank you, baby. Um, yeah. My girlfriend just brought me some chicken and some, some vegetables. I'm over here. Some there. chicken from what? Some fried chicken and bake. Uh, Jamaican. Did you bake it or fry it? Um, I shallow fried it in olive oil and then I threw it in the oven. Okay. Oh, did you egg batter it? No, no egg batter. No, it's, it's already marinated. It's Jamaican. It was bread. already marinated. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And see, I'm just, I'm country, so I like my chicken extra crispy. So, if I fry it personally, I'm probably going to dump an egg in it, on it. Mm. You know what? I've learned how to fry it hard without the egg. Hmm. How so, is it with, with olive oil? Well, you just, she was saying shallow poach, which means like a little bit of oil. Like like a little like a like a waiting pool, and then but you do like the the traditional fry, but you just deep, don't deep fry. Yeah, deep fry. I fill a whole pan with full of earl. Exactly. And my New Orleans residents would say. But you just don't put you just fry it for longer, and you do a um a salt pepper that or like just like your dry seasonings, and then you drop it in there and let it cook it for a little longer, and it'll get crisp. It just won't have breading. Well, this mm. wouldn't be the kitchen couch mm. without a kitchen tip. Mm. You know there what? You have it. I was gonna ask you. Have you ever played? Have you ever played with the um the southern with the Nigerian spices like mixed together some shit? Personally, no. I kind of like to keep. It's because you know what? No, because I, I'm I'm. When it comes to me, I'm kind of simple, mm. kind of basic when it comes to eating. Like, I love to eat just my regular fufu. Like, whatever soup that's made in the house, whether it be red, stew, or bone, or whatever. And my little sister go make it for me. Shout out to Gucci. I love you. 
try um there's a seasoning that's my favorite season it's called tomato powder literally pa- powdered tomatoes Bro. oh wow. i didn't i'm gonna tell you why you my boy because i heard you mention it in one of your earlier episodes because mm. you had a list of seasonings that you ought to have i'm like tomato powder i don't even think i heard of that oh I my heard god um, but, but it started clicking i'm like why wouldn't they have tomato powder or any other kind of vegetable powder if they have, you know what I'm saying? Garlic is it's the vegetable. I'm like, damn, I bet that is because I love tomatoes. Mm, it's so good. Oh my god, especially on some chicken. Oh my wow. god. Oh. And man, you can make some pasta with it, like some. Oh uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make the chicken with the pasta. You know what I'm saying? I don't eat cheese no more, so I can't do the cheese. You know what? Um, I, 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 my favorite thing to mix you and when I was eating a lot more bacon is uh, a lot more pork is um, tomato and bacon. That combination Dang. together, like fresh tomatoes and fresh bacon chopped up small. You could literally just eat that, but you could start adding more vegetables that you like if you like okra or whatever. I want to put okra. I love okra, bro. I love see see okra and tomatoes. Mm. My grandma, mama. Oh man. Mm. Mm. I tell you, that's like one of my favorite dishes, bro. And it's so simple, but fresh okra and tomatoes, bro. Stewed tomatoes with a little chopped onion in there, man. When I take. Oh, so they do have tomatoes and okras. Do so perfect. Yeah, you can do a little okra in there. Delicious. Mm. Just salt and pepper, man. Off the chain. Mm. That's good country eating right there. Fried green tomatoes. Get you a, a cornbread corn muffin. Mm. Boy. You know what? I see. I gotta. <clears throat> I gotta have you take me somewhere that has some good cornbread. Cause honestly, I'm. I. Ha- I've Man, had. I tell you, my my my, 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 my mama house. It's me. Take you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nigga. We go. I take you to the house, my nigga. Cause I honestly Bro, am not a right huge. Hand to the man. Check I- me out. Right hand to the man, I've been knowing how to make cornbread since I was eight years old. Swear to God. Yeah. Probably before that. Might have been, been seven. In my that experience? Was the first, that was the first thing I learned how to make. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nigga, I, I need you to. Real shit, bro. Cornbread, that's why, that's why I had an affinity for making cakes. Because cornbread was the first thing I learned how to make. Mm. Literally the first thing I learned how to make. Mama taught me how to heat up my damn oil. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get my damn cornbread mix. And I can make cornbread from specs if I wanted to, but we always was using Jiffy. So that's what we use. Give my cornbread mix. Give, give my uh, egg. Give me one, two eggs. And I just depend on how much I'm making, what I'm making. You know what I'm saying? Take my oil out of this good and heat it. 
Mix my oil in, blend it real well. Mm. Put it in your pan. Mm. Let it sit to a. <coughs> ma! <coughs> hey, Ma, pass me my water. <coughs> Thanks for getting on this bumpy ass ride. I'm your driver for this evening. Nathan Nice, aka Light Skin Bourdain. You're now tuned in to the Kitchen Couch Podcast. Now streaming on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Thanks for tuning in with the foodie who ain't bougie. Visit that website, kitchencouch.com. Merch coming soon. Stay tuned. Whoa. You know what? That sounds delicious. See, I'm going to have to have you make me some or your mom make me some. Cause hey, I, man, let me tell you, my grandma, bro. Momo, cornbread muffins mm. off the chain, my nigga. Mm. My team, you just eat them by their damn self. You just, you just go in there for the cornbread. You might want to give them more cornbread muffins because you got to look cheap and say it cheap because you, like, you can't you can't just be eating up all the cornbread. Right. <laughs> By itself. But, mm-hmm. but, but you like, you know what? I got to have one of them goddamn muffins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, growing up growing up out here, man, I haven't had a lot of good cornbread, so I kind of have a, a aversion to it. Oh, bro. Them, that cornbread with them with that cabbage. I'll tell you, my grandma make the best cabbage. Mm. Them collard greens, them greens of collards, mm. and see, you know you in the south, or you know you dealing with somebody southern when you see them. I, I eat my mama, who eat them with their hands. So you gotta use your fingers to eat them. You mix your cornbread and your greens, you mix all that together, and you eat them with your hands. Mm. That's how you know you dealing with a real southern right there. Mm. There's some real south shit right there. When you see a nigga eat some greens with cornbread with their frankles, mm. oh yeah, you know you did. Yeah, I know where you from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. You, you, like you try to hand them a fork, like what I did. Shit back. Fuck is this? You know what's funny? Um, I know Ethiopian food is a lot like that too. It's like oh, Nigerian food. You eat food food with your hands. Same mm-hmm. thing. That's what I'm saying. Same premise, bro. We so much the same, so different. It's like what I'm saying. That's how you know we're derived from one. Right. Because mm-hmm. the culture is the same, just different. Well, I mean, and also a lot of the like stews, like a lot of the the methods of cooking in Africa are a lot similar. Stewing meat or Kind of like an old school Almost barbecuing, different. like bearing the meat, stuff like that. Mm. Most definitely. Mm. Most definitely. You mm. saw all right about that. Cause tend to meat is tend to meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm about to say, and different meat takes certain time to get tender. I eat goat meat. <laughs> oh, goat meat is so good. I've never had it African, but I've had it a Korean style. Oh. Oh, bro, I love goat meat. Mm, it's so good. Bro, yeah, bro, goat meat is delicious. Mm. 
that, that's pretty much to me the choice when you're dealing with African. That's mm. that, that's the cow. <laughs> and, I mean, you got chickens too, but well, you know why it has a weird legacy in America because they they say the goat is symbolized to like the devil or something like that. You know what they do? They have said that, but they they goes deeper than water too because the religions that they basically forced upon us because it's the only religion right. that we know of. Oh yeah. <laughs> I ain't no Christian. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. say the only religion that we've been made aware of, I mean, says that or, or contradicts everything. Like, if you do deeper study and deeper research, you'll see that deeper thing, different things have different meanings, i.e. 666. I mean, that could be looked at as something interpreted in a different form, too. But they 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 associate it with the devil and bad. So I mean I mean when you when you just do re- deeper research on your own, you kind of start to find a contradiction in the good and the bad of things, or what they are telling you is good and bad. So it makes you wonder what's right and what's wrong. So it it you just gotta do your own. Like when you start doing your own research on stuff, you start just to figuring out stuff is. It's way deeper than what it really seemed to be. And that's funny that it's crazy you say that, right? Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking, look at the way that the white man treats pork. Like you, like if you ever go to a white man's house, he always want to eat some pork. Always, always trying to eat some pork. Like, oh, you want to have some hog biscuits and pepperoni pizza and da 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 pork and bacon and. Hey, 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 man, check this out, man. Stop this, man. Cause, uh, like, my bad, Brian, he said it like this. Well, my little bro, you know, Jay, shout out to you. He just tasted, he like, he like, bro, this and this and just got killed. So, please, kid, you stop and check that out and do some further research on it. Wait, on white men eat, loving their pork? Say what? On white people loving pork? No, 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 no. No, my brother, you know, Jamil, yeah. Jay, right? Yeah. He just shot me a text saying, bro, Nipsey Hussle just got killed. What? So you please stop and do some research and make sure that that, would, that ain't right? Oh, yeah. Hold on. I got you. Damn. Bro. You ain't lying, bro, because when I tell you, when I just read that text message, it kind of... It kind of, it, it, it made me woozy. Yeah. So, I just need to make sure it ain't right. That ain't, that ain't what it is. Like, I hope to the pit of my soul that ain't what that is. It says NBC News killed in shooting outside of L.A. store. Outside his L.A. store. <laughs> killed in shooting outside Hyde Park. Damn, three hours ago, he tweeted, having strong enemies is a blessing. Oh, shit. Man. TMZ, 33. And he, and if you look him up, yeah, he pulls, he, he shows up red. Damn. Man. You know that's a, you, you see that? Man, and I hate to put, I hated to put that in the air, but I just, when I read it, I said, man, and my, my, my folks over here got to know about this shit. Man, 
Hey, bro, hold on real quick, bro. Hold on real quick. Man, I just got to smoke one for Nipsey Hussle right now, bro. For real, for real. Whew. That's crazy, man. Boba the silence for him, man. We gonna keep you lit. We gonna keep you lit, Nipsey. We know it was a setup. We know it was some shit. We were just talking about it. That's some crazy shit, man. I cannot believe that. <clears throat> Shout out to a real one and Nipsey, man. Cause, man, we were just talking about pulling up and trying to go to a store and work with him. It's a whole ass legend. Yo. Hey, bro, so he's home, home. Just to make sure. So it is confirmed that he has been killed, bro. I believe so, at least in the media. Oh, fuck, man. When I tell you this, some whole-ass shit, bro. Mm. Bro, man, we got to stop this shit, bro. Like, Yeah. That's man, that ain't, boy, that ain't real. For you to hate that, man. I don't give a fuck. Like, for you to hate that man, like, you just a certified hater, bro. For, like, how? Like, man, that shit crazy. Like, well, how you hate on another man getting money, bro? Well, you know what? Okay, I, in, okay, the thing is, the, if it's, if it comes down to that, then that's some hate and bullshit. But granted, and I know Nipsey Hustle ain't this type of dude, but say like he hurt somebody that you love, you know you gonna come at him too though. If if it was really like that, I mean, which yeah, I I don't think but, it's but like that with him. But 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 I, I check this out. Me being type of dude, I am gangsters come in all shapes, sizes, forms, and fashion. Like gangster is just a word. Hood is just a word. Crip is just a word. Blood is just a word. Like, people are still people at the end of the day. And people have certain morals and values despite any of that shit. Right. So when you morally grounded as a man, when you got a certain mindset just as a person, to do certain shit just is out of your character anyway. Given, granted, shit go down. Shit happens from time to time. Shit has to happen from time to time. But at the same time, it, you live by it, you die by it. That's why my, I feel, I hope it ain't true. I feel so bad, but at the same time, I understand too. Because if that was the case, I can't do nothing but understand how it come back on you. But that's why I try to even, do, do, despite what I'm associated, who I'm associated with, I personally lived a certain way. So, I feel like you reap what you sow, and he don't even care that type of vibe, you feel? Yeah. Like, he don't even care that that, 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 that vibe with him to bring that, that karma, that juju back on. Some niggas carry that shit. It's a whole lot of these niggas come out there carrying that shit. Well, shit is a badge. Come out talking that dumb shit. Want that dumb shit. But don't know 
don't know the reality that nigga this shit gonna come to you and come to you full force and it can and when it yeah. do what's gonna happen with when you when you when you ain't here no more cause that shit it's, it, it affect everybody and I mean he was even trying to unite the bloods and crips and shit bro I do know it you know, that's fucking, that's a big deal for me, you know, I, I like, when I see people trying to unite like that, because I'm like, we, we need to be, I mean, eventually we need to be the human gang, but right now we need to protect our lives and be the black gang, or the African-American gang, or whatever, bro, we need what to, is, bro, what is you saying, bro? at least until they get the shit right, and then, and then we could be the human race gang, I don't mind doing that. <laughs> bro, bro, that, that, that's what it's gonna end up coming down. Too. That's what it really gotta be for it to be right, but that's too much like right. Right. That, that, that's a, I mean, it's sad to say because I would love for no other way to be that way, but the way it's set up, and, and, and you, and, and the crazy part is, it don't take my mindset is the, the reason why it can't be. You know what I'm saying? That's fucked up. But we've been programmed to think that way. Mm. Similar, similar because we, I mean, shit, we, we, we know, we, we can only believe what we can see. We can only, we can only believe what we've seen happen. That's how we can go off of. We can't go off, we can't go off nothing else than what we actually know and it's like to to believe something other than what's been happening in the past it's kind of it's kind of far-fetched or mind-boggling and and it ain't that you gotta be you gotta be a dreamer to to to, to see something else you know what i'm saying to envision something that ain't there you feel me yeah oh yeah to be able to envision something that that ain't no wasn't it possible but for you to think it's possible I mean but that's how it gotta be though and, and, and see that's why I, I said that to say that that's how we gonna end up having change because a few people I ain't gonna say a few people a good amount of people in each sector of the world if everybody just come together and decide on the same thing and push their agenda push their motive then a, a little bit more people you know what I'm saying to start to spread out and then them, them, them small groups of people gonna expand and become one big group of people who can make a big ass decision about whatever whoever they want to you feel me? right but it, 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 it started out small but it gotta you everybody just gotta be with it that's the only thing Everybody got to be on the same accord. It can't be no I. It got to be a we. It got to mm. be a me. It got to be a us. Like, us is me. Me is us. Mm. <laughs> you feel me? You mm. know what I'm saying? So, it, 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 that's what it got to be. Can't be no, you got to be a collective. And as long as you got that, that, that division, Democrat, Republican, Crip, Blood, Christian, Muslim, long as you keep that division, shit, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, NFC, AFC, <laughs> it's going to be a battle. But you know what I'm saying? I say that to say you create a battle. You create a fight. 
you, you create you creating a fight for 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 supreme victor when everybody's supposed to win ultimately you feel me right like it ain't supposed to be this ain't supposed to be no game for for one to be victorious see see that's what they pitting us that's what they making us believe one of us is supposed to win like it's the one in the class who has the highest grade it's gonna be the best one the the one the 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 uh uh magnum cum laude uh whatever valedictorian right you know what I'm saying? You're the smart. You're the smartest because you got the highest grade. When everybody, everybody should be applauded. I mean, don't get me wrong. Hard work is supposed to be awarded and applauded on its own, but we make it a race in a competition. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? It's funny. Okay, so I I agree with you. I think, and I always, I didn't. I th- I I started changing my opinion when I was figuring. You know, me, I had behavior problems. I could do all the work. I could get A's. I could do all the shit. But people started fucking with me, talking to me crazy, and I just didn't like that, right? And it's funny because now I'm, like, figuring the C, the C average students are probably the smartest. They knew exactly what to do to skate on by, to pass high school, to pass all their colleges, and get a fucking major degree, skate on by, do the bare minimum. When I tell you that was my problem, bro, that was my problem. So, see, I graduated with, with a B average. And I tell my little sister that, that these are conversations that we have. Because I talk about all the stuff that I could have did and I probably should have did, but I didn't do. Like, I was smart enough to not do my homework, to not have to study, but to still pass my tests and pass my quizzes. Because I was smart enough to know that's all I had to pass. I didn't have to do this other shit. It's a waste of time. Like, why did I go home and do this damn homework? For what? It only count 10% of my grade. Mm. Quizzes count 40%. And tests count, uh, count 50%. Attendance. And attendance. What, what's 10 exactly? But, but 10% with homework ain't shit. I ain't got to do none of this shit and still come out this bitch with a 90. What the fuck? Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> right. It's like, nigga, I'm, do you think I'm dumb? And so when I found out that I could... I, I could do that. Shit, what the fuck? That was always... It, I was too smart for my own damn good. And see, that's what I try to tell my little brothers and sisters. It's a right way to do shit and a wrong way to do shit. And you can't go around doing it the right way. You just can't. Sometimes you can look up, follow up into some shit, but hard work trumps all. Right. And don't be afraid to fail. Like, you can't be afraid to fail because you're going to fail. Because when you do start over, try again, ain't no such thing as failure. Because you can start, you can do it again. You can try again, ain't no such thing as failure. You just right. ain't need to check. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's, that's me right there. Because me, it ain't no such thing as not being able to do some shit if I want to do it. Because I don't know, no. It's like I don't know, stop or leave me alone. Or, I can't do it. Or, no, nigga. I can do it. <laughs> right, and then and it's funny because that and that's that's three sixty right there because it's going back to my job is, and and I'm trying to change my opinion because the one thing I say I can't do is, is and I need, I'm trying to work on it is work a regular nine to five job and keep that shit because and that's what and that's why I wanted to start this business because 
I know that I know that if I'm a boss, I know that how to treat people, how to talk to people with respect. Eventually, when this shit pops off and I have to give people jobs, I'm going to be talking to them like regular, like I'm working with somebody instead of they're working for me. You know, and, and that's how you that's how you, you know, you give people some equity in your business. And that's how you really fucking let people, you know, that's how your shit grows. You let people be in positions of power, give them some creative freedom. You know what I'm saying? Some problem solving ability. And that's makes your any business, big business, I small did, business. Bro, what are you saying? Exactly. Having faith in the people you invest in to help the same common goal grow into whatever you envision it to be like it's being a team you gotta have a team and everybody playing their role knowing they got a role to play and playing it exactly you know, you know what I'm saying no, no, nobody has an ego about nothing if you gotta go get fucking coffee that's your job to do every day you do it goddamn with the best of your ability right because I mean? everybody got role right every every good team Everybody knows they role mm-hmm. and will play it selflessly without any hitch. It ain't a question on whether I'm doing this or why I gotta do that. It's done because that's my job. Shout out to that. What's that one dude you said? He pretty much sat the bench his whole career and got like four rings. Shh. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Chase Daniel, I know, is getting a hell of a check. Shout out him. I know he been a backup quarterback for I don't know how long, but he getting that fat check. Cause I don't say that because I know he a Texas boy, and then he played for my Saints, my be- my beloved Saints. You feel me? For a number of years, backing up Drew Brees because he really ain't have to play. <laughs> I mean, so I, he just signed a couple more time million dollar contracts. He been in the league probably ten years, my. Just signing. That's the way to go. Backing up, niggas. Fresher than a bitch. I ain't took about 10 hits. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to you know, and he's going to go on to live. Oh, I'm Chase Daniels. I play. I, sh- did you play? No, man, but we got rings. Man, I think my, my, my cousin Brandon, man, I think he played Little League with that cat, man. That's why I know his name. Because I know he used to talk about him. And then when, I, when he actually got on the Saints, I'm like, ah, oh, because I... I mean, I saw him. I mean, I saw him play at Missouri too, because I was a college football fan for a little bit. But as I got older, my outlook on sports is kind of tilted because I understand what it what it really is. It's, it's a distraction. I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool distraction. You yeah. feel me? But to know that I'm intentionally being distracted from 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 what's was greater, you know, something really going on is kinda I don't I, I don't like I don't like being that subservient to something, you feel me? No. Like I, I don't I, I don't like having some having some have that much power over me to the point to where I'm more worried about some bullshit than I am some real shit, despite what it is. Right. You know what? I would say I agree with you about 70%. I think there's, I think the use in sports, it kind of has, I mean, say, say it, let's, let's assume that there's no politics in sports. I mean, not like, not kneeling, but I'm saying like, as far as like, 
you know, cheating and people calling matches and shit. Let's just assume that that never happened, ever, which it did. Um, I think one thing it does is prevent war because you could say you're better than a country at something without having to kill them. Uh, and I'd say that's man's man, especially man, you know the male dog. That's on a small, like, like to believe that and know, I, I don't mean this in any offense. I, I feel like you have to think think about that on a smaller scale. Like, you got to think about things on a smaller scale to actually believe that. Because it all actually, these, these sports don't mean shit in the grand scheme of things. Right. Like, these sports are simply just whatever ball going in the net or whatever ball, whichever way you're doing it, that's all it is in the grand scheme of things. Because if whatever they want to be done is going to be done regardless of whatever game is going on that night. Right. <laughs> or whatever Super Bowl or whatever. If they want to drop a bomb over Baghdad, goddamn it, on the Super Bowl, they going to do it. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. The Super Bowl is just there for them to be able to set up for them to do it. And make money off of it. <laughs> they the same to fund it. You know, we gonna fund this bomb. You know what I'm saying? With all of these billion dollar commercials and all this bullshit. Because these corporations are the ones who allow all this shit and then fund these other things. So it's like when 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 you the more you the more you know. I remember when remember my old commercials come on back in the nineties. The more you know, type shit. Yeah. They used to have a shooting store. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> like a motherfucker. No, they got these. They got these new commercials, and it's like it'll be like somebody is handicapped or something, and then they let them cut in line. They're like kindness, pass it on. <laughs> What are you saying? Now, <laughs> now they want us to be docile and kind. And they don't want us learning no more. Like, yeah. Oh, you niggas know too much. Uh-huh. Let me <laughs> tell about <laughs> it. You niggas learn too much. You just be kind now. You just be kind and dumb. Because these new kids just snorted all this goddamn Cheeto dust. Had Cheeto dust and drunk all these damn monsters. <laughs> and then he's like, but new generation guy, I don't, I just like, I don't want to be the old nigga. I just hate to sound like that dude. But shit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, I, I, I think, I think the the one thing I'd say that's probably changed the most as far as artistry is, um, I'm gonna maybe go out on a limb a little bit here and say that even if the music is trash. I feel like they had a lot more energy than. And I'm not even hating on the music per se, bro. Well, I'm saying performing. I think I think I would say that there's a better performing culture now than there's ever been. I can't say that because I come from Tupac, DMX era. Niggas who will cry. You ain't never seen a nigga cry doing his rap, and it be condoned. He make you cry. So that's what I'm saying. The performance. Damn, really. Uh, DMX, yeah, bro. The
but the performances, no, because they aren't artists. Like, this is the, the era of auto-tune and make a rapper and make a singer type shit. Like, back in the day, it come from real artistry. Like, I ain't saying it ain't artistry. Now, don't get me wrong, because yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of talented people out. But at the same time, it's a lot of non-talented people out. Yeah, and I, but I've always wondered why why did our society like? Because if you think about it, like say even in the nineties, like obviously, yeah, yeah, exactly, and like well, not nearly as many, and I feel like even one hit wonders were a lot better. But it's, uh, exactly, it's like it right now, bro. It's an oversaturated time to the point to where back back in the nineties, everybody knew. Even the worst rapper was better than your average rapper. Nowadays, any and everybody feel they can be a rapper. And any and everybody's gonna try to be a rapper. Mm. So it was it was a difference. It was people who knew they had at least some type of artistic ability within their realm. That's but niggas true. these days, I blue face get on a beat. But you know what? I can't even have hate on Blueface because you know who Blueface was back in the day? Blueface was Super Shocker. That's who Super Shocker was back in the day on the beat. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's who that was. Yeah. And I had to come to that revelation the other day because I called myself trying to hate. I'm like, it's all, I hear a song. I'm like, man, I can't get with this goddamn shit because this shit, this thing is literally talking off the beat on the, on the beat. Yeah. But when I thought, I said, man, because again, I'm a No Limit fan. I jam or not, I jam, still jam, No Limit to this day. And you know, Charlemagne, Charlemagne said um, Takeshi is is a lot like um, Onyx, and I heard that, and I was like, well, I heard real shit. I heard real Onyx. Shit I was like, that slam, that, that, that slam music, like what I, what you really want to call it, because it's, it's real hype. Is is it? You just hit it on the head. It's that Onyx type feel. That in your face, that body, that body slam type feel like. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, bro. The comparison is there. Like, it's it's just a rewind. It's a rewind. Like all this is a rerun. It's crazy. Like, just, just like Drake came back with screwed up shit. After that shit been there and was the thing. They he made it popular. Everybody else took it and kept running with it. And then there was literally a song called Drink in My Cup. <laughs> the double cup, you nigga been double cupping since double cupping. Like, like, this shit is crazy how you see fans and waves and shit. Like, bro, Boosie, I still remember, I'm from Louisiana, so I still remember jamming Boosie, bringing Boosie to Texas, trying to get my partners to listen to it. They're like, man, that shit whack. What? Like right, right hand to the man, bro. <laughs> Long clips and right choppers in the city to the. Man, man, like that nigga voice, man. That nigga voice sounds squeaky, y'all. I'm like, man, this nigga spit. Right. Like, what the fuck you mean, Jack? This nigga on it, man. Hey, Big Red. Three point five go hard too. They just dropped three point five, boost three point five. Oh, I haven't heard it. Yeah, it's jamming, man. Hey, Big Red. What's up, bro? Long chips and choppers in the city that don't give a damn. damn. God damn. Mm, shit, hey, bro, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> so 
that, that was my little boosie cut. That's my little boosie mm. deep cut right there. crazy i'm looking at him shout right now boosie, shout out to boosie man for real you know so he came along i still i still want to feel him growing up as a man though because because he, he real he really can be but he almost too real he almost too real for his own good yeah yeah definitely too real for his own good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, real, when you finna be at the house yeah. Rest in peace. When you finna mm. when you finna be at the house though? Oh, bro. It ain't gonna be too much longer, bro. Why you talking about getting on that game? Yeah, just I mean, just a something to take the just a little something to take the edge Yeah, bro. you know. Last day oh. of smoking and they're making me go into work tomorrow even though I put in on my request or on my time sheet that uh, Mondays were not available. I still gotta go in. Already, man. Hey, man. Uh, this this a real ass nigga. So there ain't no place to find him. You you only get this here in the kitchen couch. You feel me? Hey, man. I'm glad you know, bro. I'm about to say I don't, I, I be where I'm at. You did. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, bro, hey, man, it's been real talking to you, bro. And, hey, and to, it's going to be late on. Anyway, I'm going to hit you up, man. We gonna, uh, if you send me an invitation or a request or something, or hit my line like we do or whatever, you, you know what it is. You it's already just, know. Fuck the show. This, this, I ain't going to say fuck the show, but this is how the show I could. But fuck, fuck the business shit. We on some real shit. On some real shit. You feel me? It's already, brother. Hey, I already, bro, man. Appreciate it, man. It's later on, bro. Hey, it's later on. Bit, bit. Bit. Hey, man, that was my nigga, though. Yeah, man, to this day, we still, we still, we still, we still going hard. We still going strong. 
That was my my guy, Big Reggie. I just got off the phone with this dude. You feel me, man? It's it's all love, man. And, and uh, like I said, uh, Big Reggie is now officially a kitchen couch crew. So go ahead and fuck with him. You got any information? You need to contact him. Uh, any black businesses that want to connect with me? Any black owned businesses here in America, in the Northwest, in the South, or abroad? TheKitchenCouch.com or TheKitchenCouch at gmail.com. I'm Nathan Nice, a.k.a. Lightskin Bourdain, and you are now fucking with The Kitchen Couch.